smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. Right, guys, weekend bake, man. If you're already awoke, time to bake. Talk about news, culture, entertainment, and just some general fun bullshit, man. How's it growing, yes. Scotty? Oh, it's it's grown good, man. It's grown good. We had a couple uh hanging out yesterday. I will tell you, man, Grambo came and hung out yesterday. Guru, did you see his shirt, man? I did not. It was a Buckethead shirt, man. And I found out Guru doesn't know who Buckethead is. Guru's a guitarist <laughs> and doesn't know who Buckethead is. I do is, now, man. He wears a KFC bucket over his head, man. With the sticker funeral on it, and it interesting. I'm not sure what the statement is, but I I mean you gotta have some sort of style when they're like, who is that guy rocking out? Oh yeah, it's the guy that wears the bucket on his head. What if you like, like doing this, but you don't want to be famous, you know, or you don't want to be able to go to the bar afterwards? Like I seen Tool recently. Or, I, I was on the floor. I was 14 uh rows back. I don't know what any of them look like. They were like obscured with curtains and everything. So where I think it's so that they can walk down. I, my buddy ran into, I think his name's Justin Chancellor for, from Tool uh, at Mardi Gras. And he was just like, hey, he was cool about it. He goes, you're, the, you're, the, you're him, right? And he was like, yep, yep. It was pretty cool. Have your cake and eat it too. Buckethead could just have warrants. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> possible. Yeah, that's something, man. I was figuring out, uh, we'll hop into the show here, why I really like, I I withhold some pleasurable things before I do the show. I like talking with you and Guru, don't get me wrong. And I'm like, but this morning I was like, man, you're not doing the show for a little bit. Why don't you just have some, you know, some nice cold brew now, get a little pep in your morning. I'm like, no, you love to associate drinking some nice cold brew, caffeine and token bowls and talking with your friends with the show. So it's like one of these things that made me realize that I'm withholding like pleasurable associations until I do the show, which makes me more excited to do the show. And I think probably brings better energy to the show. So, and one of yours might be that joint, right? I've been, I've been eyeballing it. I've been touching it. (laughs) I haven't put it to my lips yet, but I just kind of pick it up and yeah. Is it time? It's time. I'll give you the show rundown, guys. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about Grambo did DDC Hangout the other day at the bakery. And you guys were talking about some heavy shit with AI machine learning. Dude, he was blowing our minds about just like the technology that's coming out. Grambo is going to be doing a little bit of uh, video stuff for us, but he does like 3D animation type video. Just amazing stuff. As a matter of fact, Guru, can we put that? We had this cool animation that he put maybe on the end of the show today if we can. I'm not sure if technically it's allowed, but man, beautiful. And anyway, he says to me, he goes, yeah, it's all done by computers now. I just put your your theme song into it. And I was like, holy shit, you have to come up and explain this to us. All right. All right. I also have Voodoo Vic, Cannabis as Medicine Reports. Uh, We always like to feature some Cannabis as Medicine Reports for the real deal. Just be like, look, sometimes like somebody like me, I can go without cannabis. I use it recreationally. I can. I mean, I guess you've always challenged me on this, Scotty, when you say just recreationally. Did it make you feel better? Did you laugh a little more? Was it enlightening for this? And people take all types of different medications for that. So, oh, yeah. As medicine- I was just talking to uh, an older 40 pound heavier version of Warehouse Kyle. And I was like, do you smoke weed? And this guy looks just like Warehouse Kyle if he was older and 40, <laughs> 40 pounds heavier. And I was asking him, like, do you smoke weed? And uh, he's like, only, only at night and medicinal. And it just does it to go to sleep and helps him. I think he's actually gone through a couple of things. It helps him kind of relax and forget, you know. And uh, I think if we get to it here, you also had a little, uh, I don't know what we call the segment. You're bullshitting with high C and learning a little bit about the uh, the potential uh, motivation of investors influencing. The, I just the- got to tell you, yesterday was hanging out, telling stories. And high C told me a story that I'm pretty cynical. And it kind of made my mouth drop and go, holy shit, man. So I'll tell you, and then at least we'll have it in our uh, in our minds for when somebody, when we think about somebody's motivation. All right. And the news is medical marijuana tax deductible. The IRS weighs in. Uh, <laughs> if farmers spray these microbes on crops, they don't need synthetic fertilizer. Interesting. Just this is kind of cool, on. man. And rash of robberies has Washington State's cash-only cannabis industry on edge. This is, I mean, I hey, when's know. that Safe Banking Act coming? Isn't that coming soon? Oh, like me and Scotty <laughs> said, off the air. So we're so tired of covering political stories that say the same type of shit that go nowhere. 
I'm just tired of politics, man. I'm tired oh, of politics. God. Don't even tell me. Don't even. Not this right show. Join the DGC. DudeGrows.com forward slash support. We'll take it there, guys. You guys can go over to DudeGrows.com forward slash support. See all the member benefits you get kicked on when joining. Membership has its benefit. If you're a grower, you're going to get hooked up on recharge, 30% off. Grow dots, 30% off. Grower giveaway still running, man. You guys got a bit here till the end of the month to win an AC Infinity tent, three by three, with a AC Infinity four-inch fan and fan controller. That will control humidity and temperature. Real slick. That's if you guys are currently supporting, log in to Patreon. It's the top post sticking up there, and just make a comment. You're entered to win. Uh, as Dude, well you as add a light to that. You add a light to that, and a couple containers, i.e., real buckets. No, that's your system right there. <laughs> that's your setup, man. It's beautiful. It's so nice that you can. It's all you need, man. And if you haven't caught it yet, the Friday 420 happy hour kick in every Friday 420 Pacific time on Discord live audio show where you guys get to ask questions. We talk, bro. We give away seeds. And if you can't catch it, I get it. It's Friday, man. Shit, man. This is Friday, man. So you can catch the repost on Monday on Patreon. You can download them all. Just look in any show description for the download links, guys. All right. Let's hit this show, man. Dank Nug coming up. Let's see here. We'll see if we get Scotty's dankness approval. This is Violetta by A-Seeds, posted by Gas Station Bob. Yeah, who picked this one? Because I saw this one. I was... Uh, I, I picked was, this one here. This was grown outdoors. You are a sucker for purple, man. I, know, I did. I couldn't help but look at this thing. It was so purple. Grown outdoor in East Garifraxia, Ontario with Gaia Green Dry Amendments and Rainwater. So Instagram at Gara Frox Goodies. I don't know how, G-A-R-A-F-R-A-X-A Goodies underscore. And these purples are so, you don't sometimes get that shit. Like if you tried to grow that same plant indoors, just the, the sun, the night, the daytime night differentials, the, the, the power of the outdoors, man. That is a, such a pretty purple. That thing looks like it would be purple anywhere, man. Uh, potentially, potentially. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that thing's just got genetic purple in it, man. It's crazy. Uh, did you pick this mimosa uh, cross with orange cookies here? I did. I did. Right, I'm a let's sucker show for it. frost. I'm a frost hua, okay? This is mimosa crossed with orange punch by Barney's Farms, posted by Swimming in the Dank. I'm about to That is this. awesome. What does that mean? I always wonder, like, the hidden message. He's a swimmer, right? <laughs> I'm about to chop this lady down in a few days. This is the dankest looking plant I've grown so far. Super sticky and smells like orange starburst on steroids. Yeah. She didn't yield as much as I hoped, but she was a quick finisher. So it makes sense. These picks are on day 51. Nice looking for 51. I'll end up cutting it on day 54, 55. I can't wait to cure and smoke this. Nice. That was reminding me of the uh, blueberry muffin we were covering the other day. It was like a 55 day. Looking beautiful, good. man. Yeah, look at that, man. Scroll on. Check out those. That's just camera phone right there, no? <laughs> it's amazing the quality of the phones that you carry around in your pocket. Quality uh, of the cameras on your phones. About the author, Swimming in the Dank, I'm a fairly new grower and cannabis enthusiast out of the Northeast. I've spent a lot of time around other people's grows over the past 10 years or so, but just started growing my own on, coincidentally, 420 of last year. Awesome. Is it a coincidence? Three harvests under my belt so far. It's become therapeutic for me. Sometimes I just want to sit next to my girls, zone out with the humming of the fan, smoke a joint, and enjoy. Uh, I like meditation. Just like the knowledge was passed on to me, I try to help elders get started growing and help them become self-sufficient. Hell yeah. I dig it, man. I dig it. Saving money. Was that Hunter Thompson in there? I do like like that. Yeah, I like that artist, man. It's uh, not the artist Hunter Thompson, but you're seeing those like red and blue and oh. very abstract, man. I know nothing about art. What are you talking on? What's in your J? What's the tokage today? I know what it is. Special. Yo, I'm smoking on definitely my favorite of all the strains I've grown, the Cherry Paloma. Definitely the strongest, definitely the most bag appeal. Thank you, JR Token, but can I send a message? I'm sending a telepathic message out to Brad from Raw Genetics. Brad, thank you for making the Cherry Paloma. What could I expect next? Oh, he's here, man. He's here. (laughs) What's up, Brad? How you living, brother? 
I'm doing great, guys. How are you guys doing today? I'm great, man. I'm loving this weed. And uh, man, I seen you over in uh, in Oklahoma crushing yeah. it. You had a big fat line outside of your uh, outside of your uh, booth there. And man, I just wanted to say what's up. You're in L.A., so I'm always curious what's going on in the trendiest market in the country. Uh, and just what's up, man? What's new? What are you going to send me next, man? Man, so uh, one of the things that we made last year along when we made Cherry Paloma was slushies. And that's been one of my favorites uh, probably from last year. So just looking forward into this year, what people can expect is uh, probably the first line we're going to release is a feminized version of slushy crosses, which is Skittles crossed with strawberry fritter. Um, so that's that's kind of like what we're looking forward to next. You know, um, I as far be as like, honest, man, I, I when I look at your catalog, it's got so much stuff in there that I get confused. I'm like strawberry fritter by apple fritter by it, is that so like the cherry Paloma. Do you use one specific male or female or how do you are you just about frost? I mean, these things are so showy. These strains you're putting out. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we kind of come from a commercial cultivation background. So whenever we create stuff, I'm always trying to make sure that it's going to appeal for people who want to actually run like volume. Right. Um, so what we did is we were able to get Georgia pie, which has been a, a great staple for us from this last year going forward. Um, and we reversed that onto Trop Cherry, which uh, Tropicana Cherries was actually the breeder cut from Relentless Genetics, um, which we were able to get through the network of people we were friends with. That cut right there is um, phenomenal. Probably one of one of my favorite like direct um, Trop. Tropicana uh, crosses there. What's really cool about it is the cherry. I think it's cherry cookies in there. Um, it just kind of rounds out like the orange, um, sweetens it a little bit and gives it like a really nice spin. So we're just seeing a lot of people who are producing fantastic flowers off of that cultivar. Um, so we just really felt the need to, to put that in for people. Beautiful, man. Uh, hey, how many, uh, like, you still running where you look at your catalog and there's 30 or 40 different varieties you got there? <laughs> so over the last year, um, you know, we've really had a lot of people turn out and show us a lot of love. So major thank you to everybody who supported Raw Genetics um, up to now and through last year and just all around. So uh, our catalog is is still big and it's always growing, but we're actually currently out of quite a few things. I know a yeah. lot of people have been asking for and seed banks have been trying to restart stock and uh they're just not currently available but uh on the upside we are going to do another production run on georgia pie so if you missed out on some of your favorites like cherry paloma which is currently gone or blue slushy or you know there's just so many bangers in the lineup there um they will be making another come around Hey, one of our mutual friends was talking to him, hanging out at the DGC Cup, and I pulled out. Actually, it was a. Actually, we were up in uh, uh, Emerald Cup, and a buddy of our soup, the gardener, pulled out this uh, blueberry muffin. And he mm. smells it. I'm like, holy shit, smells like blueberry muffins. It's beautiful weed. And I gave it to our boy and he was like, mm, whatever. He's like, won't sell in L.A., man. Doesn't sell in L.A. They want specific names yeah. in L.A. and very trendy. And if you don't have those, it could be beautiful, bud, but it won't sell. Is that the way it is? I mean, it's a little harsh. Uh, I would say it will sell, but maybe like just depending on what you're you're hoping to obtain for that, that would probably be affected based on the strain specifically right. as far as quality always. But um, yeah, like if you come to Los Angeles and try to sell some blueberry muffins to people, uh, you're probably not going to find as many people excited about it because the city is just kind of driven by a lot of hype and uh, Skittle strains and elephant growth still running OGs kind of better than most people out here. And, you know, OGs more or less dead. Unfortunately, I still love it. We still keep them. We're going to do some more work with them, but uh, why, why is it dead? Just, uh, you out. know what? I think that, um, just kind of as the the cookie trend came in, the OG trend kind of started to get phased out a little bit. And then everybody's rolled into real aggressively with uh, all the gelato variations and sure. everything being uh, these really, really appealing, pretty purple buds, which, you know, if, if we look at classic OG, she's just not going to tick those boxes. Um, and, you know, they have more power and like, you know, the pine and all those types of flavors sure. as opposed to what a lot of people are consuming today and what really seems to be like the the selling point, which is purple, <laughs> unfortunately, oh, for a on. lot of people. We, we're driven by our eyes. You know, we saw I, I love purple. Beautiful. I just, you know, it's like 
there's just so much more to it. When I grind up a nug, boom, throw it in a joint. I can't see it anymore. So true, man. That's why I love you know what I mean? Oh so like, I want it to look good, but um, I got to be honest, like Skittles, I think everybody knows Skittles fairly well these days. It's right. definitely one where Skittles hybrids are some of the higher performers in Los Angeles market, but Skittles is not known for bag appeal or, you know, a, just appeal in yeah. general, except when yeah. you crack the bag open and you go, oh, wow, what is this? You know, like, so uh, there, there, you know, there are variations in like what, is the selling point for people. But yeah, Los Angeles is very trendy with some of those things. Just as important though, I'd say having the the smell and the bag appeal. I mean, if you had one of these trendy strains, they couldn't just look like, you know, what if it just looked like, you know, regs, if you will, but it had no. the utmost flavor. Well, Skittles Great. is ugly. Skittles ugly. can be kind of ugly sometimes. It <laughs> falls right into that category for me because, you know, I care more about the experience um, most of the time than what I'm looking at as long as I know it's good. Don't you think oh, those yeah. other two variables, though, line right up with the experience typically yeah. or no? Uh, if, you, if it looks really good and it smells really good. I would not. say usually. Usually, but what about, um, you know, the things you can't see um, as far as like the smoking experience? One of the most important parts is like people will attribute it to the ash. I'll just attribute it to the temperature of the smoke. That's usually what I think is uh, is going on there. It's just the white ash seems to be smoother to me. Um, yep. And it doesn't need to be white ash. I've also <clears throat> smoked. Um, uh, usually it's like organics, right? People who grow organics and they'll be a little bit darker on the ash and that can, that can still be um, very enjoyable. But I would say it's like seven out of 10 times. If you have dark ash, um, then it's not going to be an enjoyable experience for me personally. Um, and those three out of 10 times is about how often black ash um, I find to be enjoyable. And we could trick people, Scotty. We've both seen where I just thought of this, where you could give somebody the tankest looking turret, like just trikes all over. And it's like a straight CBD nug. Like, well, I've seen it like, where I'm like, dude, this isn't getting me high. I haven't smoked in two days. I seen this bright, creepy and hey, creepy. Sorry, man. We got my South Florida going and go. uh, it's just not getting me very high, man. Give me an eyeball buzz, you know? Right. You need to feel it, man. That's that, that indica. You feel it behind the eyes. You're like, oh, man, slow down a little bit now. <laughs> That's awesome. Man. Excellent. Excellent, man. Where can people pick up raw genetics if they want to? Where's it good and, and learn more about you? Uh, so if you want to learn more about raw genetics, um, you can hit the link tree in the bio of our Instagram or Twitter profile that'll pop up where you can have access to all of our profiles and our discord and our website as well, which is rawgenetics.io. Um, and then the discord is just discord.gg slash rawgenetics. Type that into pretty much any search bar and it will invite you to the, um, the discord server. What is right. IO, man? That's some next level <laughs> shit. You know, I rely on you young kids for their next level shit. Can that government so like the not get that one or something? Like, yeah, the IO stuff is like really popular in crypto. And, um, you know, when we went to go get the website, uh, we were unable to get rawgenetics.com. Not really too surprisingly. I couldn't figure out who owned it or anything. Um, and, you know, we're, we're very interested in uh, crypto and NFTs and different things like that. So I kind of felt that the .io would just be fitting going forward. Okay, yeah, maybe we'll any, have you any, back on. I just want to see if I can buy an NFT of any of his seeds. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So uh, just briefly, the idea is, um, you know, we're going to be offering NFTs and it's going to have real world utility where if you hold the NFT, it will actually get you seeds at no additional cost beyond the cost of shipping. It's pretty much what I'm looking at. Other than that, you had to buy the NFT, but we're going to go down a rabbit hole. Uh, yeah, it's still, I'm coming out to smoke oh, yeah, it with you, it's man. It's a rabbit hole of information. Close. We start talking about that. I'm ignorant. I'm not talking shit on it. I'm just ignorant to it. So that'll have to be another conversation, Brad. But thanks for taking the time today uh, for hanging out your genetics. Dude, the DDC has been digging on all the raw genetics. Yes. And uh, yeah, stay tuned. Let us know when some of those, if I call them drops already, some of the old favorites coming back. Absolutely, man. And thanks for having it. me on, guys. I appreciate your time. Hey, be good, Brad. Talk to you soon, brother. All right. Nice. I was going to say nice scene, Brad, although it was the screenage. But, man, next time we get to hang, he's always up hanging out at the trade shows, man, humming, humming and buzzing, slinging those he's genetics. He's not hanging so. out, man. He's not hanging out. He is working it, man. He's got lines and buzz around him. And 
yeah, I really, I tell you, I met him in a grow. He was managing this hundred light grow. No, managing means you have people under you. He was running it, man, just himself. And it was amazing. So respect to Brad. You come a long way, brother. All right. I am going to tell you, not what I'm talking on. I DGC said in this article, dear God, sorry, I forgot who to give credit to. And we're not, we don't have to dive into this article, Bob, but I think I got a good angle here. This girl um, in Tennessee spends five days on life support with pneumonia and still needs oxygen 24 seven. And she was vaping like an e-cig type pen. And I don't know to what frequency, you know, I presume I know plenty of people that can use an e-cig for tobacco. Like it's better than smoking. Maybe if you only use it this much. So addictive, man. I even have one of those, just the vape pens with cannabis in it. And dude, you can just go through a gram so fast of, of extract. Like it's so easy, man. Well, her lungs got like so jacked up. Like, so she had to literally go to the ER. She's having trouble breeding her, her like blood count or whatever, if you will, was like oxygen in her blood was just like, like, Oh my God, like we got to help you now. Or you're going to die. So yeah. what I wanted to transition this to, and I always say, I want to each their own, man. I'm, I'm trying not to judge. Like <laughs> if right. you ex- I gotta, I that? gotta throw some things out here. First off, this is the daily mail. Um, not Ooh, is that a gay mag? Not the most. Uh, I don't think so. I, I don't know if you can discredit it that. Much. You can kind of discredit the Daily Mail like a little bit. It's like tabloid esque uh, from the UK. Second, at this point though, where does that it stop? says so Roberts from Mount Pleasant, Tennessee, claims chest X-rays reveal that years of constant vaping had damaged her lungs. One chest X-rays wouldn't show that. They would show that damage was there, but not how long the damage was ago. And then second, she said, uh, constant vaping damage her lungs, coupled with a serious reaction to a fake disposable containing a toxic chemical caused her to develop pneumonia. Okay, so maybe that's not true, but I think I understand dude's angle here, which is trying to... I, I thought we were talking earlier and it was about trying to steer people towards safer vapor apparatuses for cannabis. Where cannabis exactly. Should. I wanted to ask, like, yeah. so if I'm vaping um, live resin, that's straight. There's no carrier there. There's no carrier product. Right. I'm straight right. uh, vaping Terpenes the cannabis. The carrier. Yeah. Right. So what is there anything we should look out for as far as cannabis yes. products go when they're put into like a straight THC vape, like an oil or like what type of distills? Really, if you're getting, if if you're getting vapes and you're getting it from a dispensary, like where they're coming from licensed facilities, right? there's not really many bad things that are in the, in Colorado at this point with that, like post legalization and the maturity of the industry, there's not bad things in there's bad cards. There's 15 no, there's, 18 there's, hour cards. There's cards just, that are low quality, but the what is inside of them is pure. Okay, so what I'm talking about, they take distillate, which is just THC, and they put it in there and they dissolve it in some kind of uh, I'm gonna call it a solvent for lack of a better word, propylene glycol type. That's thing. what I'm curious. What but is it? What's the carrier? I yeah. that all of the stuff that the stuff where they're dissolving it in something. That's that is black market or gray market. No, stuff. no, they take this to it, and you can buy a twenty. What's in a twenty dollar cart? First uh, off, scroll the, up. The There's whole a the Cadillac whole limousine there. No, right there where the girls talking. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm just yeah. Uh, there's no. There's, there's, I cannot think of a single vape brand in Colorado off the top of my hand, like legal. What's it mixed uh, with? What's, what are they, what are they mixed with? What are you talking about? When it's the $20 distillate? cartridge. When it's distillate, it's distillate. It's like 96% pure and 4% terpenes in there. So it's none of that propylene glycol? No. That's what we're trying to learn about. Yeah, you you no. probably know about, I'm sure you know about this stuff more than us, but I'm, I'm worried about, and so is dude, we're old. We're worried about the dangerous chemicals in the, in the weed vapes that are out there. You're talking about like bizarro juice or whatever. <laughs> no, that's something different. Like you can buy that over the counter to mix with your own concentrates and try and make your own vape. It doesn't work good and it tastes like shit. No one buys that stuff. So uh, distillate. distillate distillate is cheap enough at this point that it is the cheapest vapes that you see and around. it's liquidy yeah distillate okay. distillate right. is distillate is a viscous liquid uh god just okay. normally all right makes sense man i still would love like in my brain and it's obviously not scientifically based but to get to the bottom of like so i know like you know this girl however much truth to the story is plenty of people can like overdo anything you know sit there and just vape vape an e-cig like all day way too much um 
So like if somebody does that all day versus I'm sure plenty of people listening are like, well, dude, you're, you're burning a carcinogen, you're burning leaves and inhaling that smoke sure. into your lungs. And you see what it looks like to clean out your bowl. Think yep. about that shit, you know? Yep. Uh, yeah, you're not doing 20 joints a day though. You know, when you do smoke chain yeah. smoke joints, you got to expect, yeah, I don't think that's good for you. I, I, I think I agree with you because obviously you're getting the quote, I don't know, tar resin, or you're going to get buildup for sure. Um, but I, I, there have been plenty of news stories of some recalled shit out there. I don't want to say that I'm agreeing. I don't, Drew, I don't think you're saying you trust all, Hey, if it's licensed and it's with the state, it's good. Um, your oh, Colorado yeah, yeah. is way whoa, more mature. Whoa, 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 whoa. That, not saying that that means it's good. There are a lot of systems in place and like they want to sell more of these, not have someone buy it once and never want it again. If you sold some shit with propylene glycol in it with the maturity of the Colorado legal cannabis industry, like no one's going to buy that shit. So, yeah, no. The If you're getting vapes from a dispensary, it's been through fairly rigorous testing. There's not going to be any like toxic chemical in there that's going to put you in the hospital with pneumonia. All right. Can't, I like can't, daily mail, can't man. Give, scroll up. Cannot give the same guarantee to like black market vapes. What are you checking out in the Daily Mail, Scotty? What looks good to you? I don't know. It's a lot of AC down. Scroll down. Yeah, she's cool, man. That girl, no, not her. She seems like a pain in the ass, man. Right there, man. Dropping <laughs> fucking good material, man. Show all right, now I feel bad, dickhead, all right? Cannabis as medicine here. Voodoo Vic chiming in. Uh, thanks for caring, DDC. It's so nice to see you guys spreading some much-needed love and positivity here at Earth School. I love that. We're in Earth School, Scotty. <laughs> I'm a female it. grower in Prohibition land, Arkansas. I don't know why I say it like that. I'm sorry if you're from Arkansas and that take insults or saying Arkansas. At least, at least you didn't call it Arkansas. Uh, I've been uh, for 10 years, 61 years old. Started growing my wait, own wait, medicine she's when been I got 61 years old for 10 years. <laughs> been in prohibition land growing for 10 years. Thank you. Uh, so started growing my own medicine when I got Lyme disease. Wow. I turned time. Hang on. Just time out for Lyme disease. That is some crazy stuff, right? You're hanging out. Your life's normal. You get a tick on. You don't even recognize when you get ticks on you. And suddenly, man, that's a life-changing uh, disease there. I'm so and I don't know to what degree. To I think Lyme disease can be, as with a, a few different things out there, more detrimental in some people than others. I don't yeah. think it's always like, but we, yeah, we met somebody at the Indo Expo that was using cannabis heavily and had Lyme disease and was telling us some crazy stories. My yeah. mom has it, and just like once or twice a year, she'll wake up in the morning and feel like she's like, 95 and has to go to the doctor and get some really strong antibiotics um and then is, is yeah, better after that so strange but it's one of those ones that will like go away for a while and you have flare-ups with it god man so uh i, no, started I came on all heavy that. didn't i did so you did i turned to i turned i turned the two extra bedrooms in my house into grow rooms with no bedroom furniture so no one will stay the night or move in not is, all old Go ahead. What? I just think it's awesome. This fucking all these comments just crush it, man. Definitely it. not all old people want company all the time. My perpetual grows are now only on grow dots and recharge. Absolutely hey. fantastic grows. Couldn't be happy with results and plan on using these products until I hit the dirt. Just want oh, to say I appreciate you. Our canvas is the only thing that has helped with the pain. I've been smoking weed since I was 13 years old. I was 50 before I realized it could help with pain. And that memory is forever burned in my mind. I couldn't believe it. Cannabis is the only thing I use now for medicine. Thanks for caring. Boo-boo, Vic. Wow. Right. Very cool, man. What a cool message. Man, yes, how much of does that influence you as a grower when, like, for me, I mean, if I could... I, don't want to i could go without cannabis if i had to but if i had if it was really if for pain or for different medicinal reasons man hell and it's such a motivation to just have the grow to keep kicking ass in it sorry the, not old not all old people want company all the time Dude, the older <laughs> i get the more true that is like saturday night i literally watched ufc by myself and uh <laughs> hung out and played in the grill you know <laughs> So what's going on, man? What is going on lately? This is all on you, Scott. You have some interesting shit here. All right. So Grambo, 
uh, a buddy DGC since episode eight and all the events and whatnot. <laughs> I see we're friends on Facebook. He does these 3D animations and they're freaking amazing. And Guru, are we able to put that one in the end? I don't know if we're able to show that I, one. It's I don't on, have it's it on anywhere. the YouTube, man. I don't have it anywhere. Anyway, it's fucking, he just made this cool animation using our, uh, our closing song. And I was like, dude, this must have taken you weeks, man. Like, I was honored. And he was like, he, he said he didn't say anything for about a day. And then I talked to him again. I'm like, how long did that take you? And he goes, all right, look, I played your song for the AI. No, I'm sorry. He copy and pasted <laughs> the lyrics. And it just read the lyrics and then just decided to make a video about the lyric, a 3D animation about the song. And there's some shit that's absolutely amazing. I'm like, dude, this is good, man. And he just started telling us about like the rise of the machines. And he, I was calling it AI <laughs> and he called it machine learning. And he was just talking about how like they're just learning. It's just taking over. It can do human stuff now better than humans all day long. He's like, I'm going to be out of a job in a couple of years just because you're going to you're going to have an app. And he's talking about that deep fake stuff. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like when Tom. Yeah, for me, I remember like there was one. They did with Obama, like to yep. prove a point. Um, he says that was, used. He says that used to take three weeks to do a little three minute video of that. Yeah, to fucking just it was salt. Yeah, hard. so if just for the, the people listening, the deep fake would, if you don't know, would be like somebody um, taking so many hours of the Dude Grow Show. You know, Scotty is how many mannerisms and things have you said and putting that yep. together. I think I'm saying it right to make you say whatever you want. It looks like <laughs> it's you. It is you. It's your mouth moving. Like why is he saying this? And it's yep. yeah. Yep. And they used to have to like copy different, you know, thousands of different uh, movements and expressions of your face and assemble them. Now that he said there's a computer, you know, there's one of these new computer programs. And he goes, it's just over. Instead of taking three weeks, it takes five minutes. And he's like, or you so can now, just like have anybody saying anything just yes. by plugging like, in their. So, so in the next 18 months, you're going to start seeing that shit all over the place. And you're going to be like, oh, I don't know what to believe now. What's real? What's real is right outside my front door. Um, but it is your, I mean, it is getting more, it's harder and harder. It's, it's dissolving the truth. You know, the past couple of years, as far as uh, many people's uh, on, on all sides of issues, looking at how much we can trust. And we talk about on the show, media, social media, regular media, news networks. And now it's going to be people that anybody where you can get this software and probably fairly eventually affordable where like this guy's like just trying to get some shit riled up at his high school. And he's like, do you see what Matt said about Jenny? Look yeah. at this shit. And he plays a video of him. Like, and then everybody's like, Oh my God, look at what he said. That's him. He said it. That's the truth to where you won't even be able to trust Jack shit. Like what do you trust? I agree with you. And guru actually had a pretty, uh, 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 smart comment. I was going to try to use the word sanguine, but I didn't think I knew what it meant. So society is cyclical. Uh, it goes through patterns and their, their cycles. Um, think about it in like the 1800s, uh, you could really only believe stuff that like you either read from a trusted source, saw with your own eyes and, or from a trusted person like that. That's it's basically true. it. Everything was hearsay. Um, with the advent of deep fakes and everything, at some point, everything you see digitally online will be hearsay again. So it's kind of just full cycle back to like, you got to see stuff with your own eyes to believe it. Otherwise no, it's, it's hearsay. Because you can't everything else is going to be garbage. In the digital world. Wow. Again, how many people in that, I mean, in just to tread lightly, but in the past couple of years made, um, decisions either with their own health or major, major life decisions strictly strictly because of what they saw or were told from a screen. And that, that message can be manipulated with the software you're saying to, to who knows what, who the hell knows what well, my Man, sister I, I, fucking text or uh, sends me like a, you know, a message says, help me. You're my only hope. <laughs> no, I do. Uh, go fight I, and the, I guess, uh, yes, sir. The news can be, don't get me wrong. I mean, the news can be good. Sometimes it's good to know what might be going on over here. But I, I like would like to, in a simple state of mind, I've said this before. I, I should stop saying this. I said this before on episode 13, 12 here. We've said a lot of shit a couple of times. But uh, try and operate on what's going on around you in real life, in your neighborhood, in your city. What did you see out? I mean, if you can, if you went out, what do you see in your daily life? That's like how we always used to judge interaction 
You know, you go down to the local watering hole or you run into people at the post office or while you're out shopping, you talk to other people. But now so many people guilty myself don't go anywhere to shop or do anything. Or, I mean, they're, they're comfortable with Amazon and they don't, then you don't get to talk to Steve who has a story about what happened to this other family about whatever. And you're getting actual word of mouth, which word of mouth can be jaded too. Um, but man, like it's when you're relying 90% of your information on what's coming across channels, it's, it's when you think about it, it's fairly sketchy. It's very sketchy, man. It's guilty. Very, I, just, I mean, guilty. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I try not to, I try to get out there and, you know, see what I can see for things going on. And so far everything looks still fairly normal, but anyway, uh, yeah, that is uh, be careful with how you react probably to what you see where they say like confirm and double confirm and make some calls. Like, was that shit real? Really? Doesn't matter, man. Tricks everybody. I sure does. Yeah. I hear you. you know, I hear you. People believe what they want to believe anyhow. Um, what I believe is right. Scotty. <laughs> I'll say that. Just kidding. If you say that, if that's how you feel, you're probably wrong. Go ahead. I wanted to know if I could tell the story. Are we satisfied with that conversation, sir? Satisfied with the AI. A nice dip into a technology update. Do you mind? I see actually just walked in, bro. Would you get on the mic? And I I do like having you on. We get requests for more high C. I see you got good timing, man. Uh, (laughs) Because you were telling me this story and I'm a fairly cynical person. The older I get, the less impressed or less surprised uh, when humans fail me. You know, but uh, you told me this story and I was like, wow, man, that's next level shit, man. Would you do? Did you did you hear this story? Did I did we talk about it? Yeah, definitely. As far as you, you broke it down, but I want to hear it from high C as well. It's interesting. I got a little perspective on it. Yeah, I'll, I'll start with just I'm, I will just try to set it up and then I promise I'll shut up. But <coughs> you had a rap label right back in the day. Uh, a record label that was my first business and before that we were signed to a couple of other record labels before we started our own it's probably the only uh, other job you could get now you know, <laughs> tattoos all over your face you could own a record label <laughs> it works i love it man so all right, tell me the story tell so us. before we started our own record label the label that we were signed to right before we started our own It was a local Fort Collins, Colorado, Greeley, Colorado, Denver, Colorado record label. And they were actually owned by an umbrella company that owned a whole bunch of different record labels. So smaller record labels would get their funding from this bigger company that was an investment firm. And they owned a bunch of record labels, but they also owned a bunch of other businesses as well because they were an investment firm. So they would invest in a bunch of different stuff. And... The main guy that ran the record label that we were signed to at the time, this right. was early 2000s, he had flown out to Colorado or to California for one of the bi-quarterly meetings. Twice a year, they would have these investment sure. meetings where they would talk about how their investments were doing and how they could improve investments and all of that stuff. And he comes back real shook. He doesn't want to talk. He's like emotionally disturbed from this meeting. Wow. Okay. And for like two or three days, he wouldn't talk to anybody about it. And finally, he broke down. And uh, what he was so upset about was while he was out there, the, and he's a black guy. The the label was owned by this this one. They they were two friends, a black guy and a white guy. But the black guy was the one that took care of all of the the management of the whole thing. Right. He comes back, and the other owner is trying pestering him. What's going on? What's going on? Eventually, he breaks down. He says that while he's out there, they're talking about how each of their investments can help improve the value of the other investments. Right. And so. Part of the meeting while he was out there was the investment firm trying to convince him and a bunch of the other record labels, they were all hip hop record labels, to promote drug use, to promote selling drugs, to promote violence, to promote crime and and all kinds of other not so good activities. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't just, uh, this is what's popular with the kids and it's what's selling. Right. The biggest reason that they were trying to get them to promote it is because they had the inclination or the belief that 
if they could increase crime in the areas that listen to this music, it would help their other investment, which was their, their main investment at the time was private prisons. And so they were trying to use, they were trying to use the record companies to increase the need and the profitability of the private prisons. So it was, it was one of those things I was like, it was from cynical to evil. Yeah. I was in my early twenties at the time. And I was like, wow, like business owners do conspire with each other to do some pretty heinous stuff, man. And then I became a marketer. And now I know for a fact that we do that. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking hilarious, man. Um, but dude, it's interesting shit. And it was like, uh, it was just mind blowing to me. It was like a new kind of low for humanity. <laughs> you know, it just took a dip for me yesterday. And I don't know why I'm, sh- I guess I'm sharing this just because uh, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was I think things that more, people should I, know. Product of your environment to a degree. I mean, that's kind of saying that, well, you know, I was the white boy in the suburbs and yeah, I listened to NWA, liked Easy e Two Live Crew, some gangster rap. Didn't have much to do with how I lived my lifestyle, but I thought it was cool shit. Right. Um, didn't really influence me to do any of this set activities. Maybe, like I said, because product of my environment, but you're saying that listening to that music might help you act in that type of activity in turn, getting you into the private prison system. Sorry, I'm thinking about young dude, man, hat bag, dipping his mouth in, in the uh, Toyota with no doors on it, man, blasting NWA, man. Yep, dude, like cruising it, down man. the street in my 6'4". Yeah. <laughs> it flows. It sure does, but no, I mean, there. I, I don't know. It's It made total I think sense I could, to me. I could see that. I know a lot. Thank I mean, you, at least I from, see, man. Super interesting. Thank you. I know that for, yeah, definitely. From my experiences, I don't know if this falls under correlation and causation or whatever, but it's like, even some of the, like, it, does, it doesn't have to just be rap. Like, some of the crazy, music has a lot of different crazy lyrics, you know? It could be about a lot of shit, a lot of intense shit. There's some Nine Inch Nail lyrics that are like, Jesus, man, Rob Zombie, White Zombie. I like that music. Am I going yeah, out to perform? I don't want to do this stuff in the uh, Nine Inch Nail songs. You're right, man. Doesn't inspire me to do anything they say in those. You sure? Some of it. Shit. Have you listened to the album? Was it closer? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> uh, interesting, though, that, yeah, I mean, the private prison system, I'm sure plenty. Of, and, and you're right, though. I can picture, man, if a bunch of dudes are sitting around getting pumped up on some super violent music that's talking about, you know, killing people or doing different things. I think subconsciously you can be stacking that stuff in somewhere where it can yeah. be influencing your actions. Or it gives you ideas, man. You know, hey, man, if I uh, do a little bit of crime or start selling a little bit of whatever, I can make big money like these guys. Buy myself a rope chain, man. <laughs> or a big clock. <laughs> he beat the system. It turns out he was crazy. Did you know that, Flavor Flav? Uh, Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> or Beck. Just listen to Beck. Spray, hey. your, spray yourself with some mace in the dark. Something but by like the that. way, speaking of Flavor Flav, um, Chuck D and Public Enemy, that was some powerful stuff back in the day. No? That was good, man. That made you want to like Public Enemy by the time I'm coming to Arizona. Shit All like that. that like was when they, interesting. It was really interesting. Stuff, they're involved man. in. What you think? Made white yeah, boys think. A lot of uh, racial issues and political views into music, which has been ongoing. That's super powerful. I dig on that shit. Only Plus, in the they past, had the beats, man. Now, man. And the beat, I mean, you're not even back in the day. Anybody out there? Valley of the Jeep Beats, Terminator X. He's got the bass. What's up? How the hell do you think Chuck D and uh, and Flavor Flav hooked up? And could they be any more different? <laughs> Chuck D's got one of the best like voices for like that is so signature sure. rapping. It's so good. It was good to uh, see Dre, man. You, you didn't see the football at all, right? You didn't know what was happening, did you? I was. Uh, not to make a point, but actually mountain biking. And then I texted you guys just to fuck with you because I'll know y'all watching the game. I was like, hey, guys, let's do some work on the show. What's going on? Yeah. I texted no. back one of the links was broken. I find that was the only value I find in Super Bowl is to eat some unique, potentially not good, healthy food, but I don't give a shit and talk with friends, drink beer, talk, social event. For sure. Brisket, bro. It's the only time I've ever made a brisket and I made I'm over do all the work. All right. I'm over the commercials at this point and the game itself 
And it's just crazy. I'd rather all end it. I'd rather participate instead of watch. That's it. To each their own. You'd rather play football? You know what I mean. No. <laughs> it was fun, man. It was a great reason to get together. A bunch of cool people showed up, had a really fun time. Uh, yeah, we could cook like pork butt, two pork butts and uh, a brisket. And it was fucking good, man. Shout out to the Traeger. Excellent. Excellent. I'm glad it was. Was it a good game? It was a good game, but I, I was too distracted, bullshit, and I didn't care who won. I didn't know who was playing until that morning. Excellent. Me neither. I still don't. <laughs> I think Rams. I know the Rams and somebody. The Rams, the Rams and, is... yeah, and it was the Bengals. I saw somebody on, which who I don't get again? on, uh, I forgot what kidding. social media, but there's like two guys hugging, and I think they live in Chicago, and one of them used to live in St. Louis where the Rams came from maybe originally but it's a big deal man you know they were like they didn't live in st louis anymore they now live in illinois and it's been so many years since i don't know how long the rams have been at their the la team right yeah and they're that like hugging they're like we're so glad the rams have finally won i'm like dude this has nothing to do with your state yes. how many players have they interchanged out in this time frame coaches the whole organization is something completely different when you first started to like them is it just the name is it just God. the brand it sucks that they do. I not them. understand? <laughs> yeah, they tricked themselves into finding joy from that. That does suck, man. It's their tribe, the Ram tribe. Let them enjoy it, man. Who gives a I shit? I hear you. Who am I to say? Sense, man. You fucking Travis Rice does this amazing run, and you're like, fucking, oh my God, that was amazing. You know, but he's always been Travis Rice. Different people find different joy in things, you know what I mean? And it's about tricking yourself into it, man. Guru, uh, I don't know if I can I tell this, Guru, but you just bought uh, uh, a beautiful, crazy, what was that? It's an that albino, mon albino Monstera. Yeah, and it was like his, his girl finds so much joy in this thing. For me, it looks like a houseplant, you know? But if you trick in your mind into finding joy in different things, the hell, you know, good for you. As as uh, what has Ben 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 Harper say, if 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 you don't like my fire, don't come around. But also, like if you're not causing any harm, then I'm all right with you. You know what I mean? So I should be like, yes. Anybody, you know, they should be enjoying uh, whatever they. And who am I? Who am I to judge, Scotty? Who am I? I you're the dude, man. You're the dude. All right. Hmm. People look at you for that shit, man. Don't be playing that damn foosball, boy. Water boy, I love it. <laughs> All right, so pros list here. You are the news. old man of the show. You've heard that before. Ducros.com <laughs> forward slash pros. That's where you can shop for your grow. Today, I wanted to feature all the coupon codes listed over there, but not just stuff for your grow. DynaVap. DynaVap's got a new product nice. out, guys. If you're into personal herb or want to be dry vaping some herb with a non-battery-operated simple device that you just need a little induction heater or torch for, this is one of them, the Vaughn GI. Check out the, this pic, Scotty. She's she's a beaut, man. If you get into Wait. it, looks like a, a baddie on steroids. That's the Vaughn GI. That's not the Vong. The Vong Vong GI. It's a titanium, includes a titanium sleeve, a variety of interchangeable sleeves coming soon. It's the most durable Vong G yet. And if you know what the hell I'm talking about, Dynavap, D-Y-N-A. VAP, a VAP.com, coupon code DUDE. They have a whole shit ton of line of customizable pieces, pieces, personal dryer, vaporizers. If you just heard us talking about vaping and burning carcinogens and you're like, hey, maybe why am I burning so much herb? I should taste the terps and use some dryer right. vape. And uh, it's a great way it. to That's go. That's how he smokes here, man. So check them out, dynavap.com, dudegrows.com forward slash pros. What's up? Who are you saying? Loves them? Sorry. Guru, guru, that's all I smell. That's all he, that's all he does. We put it right here a couple of feet away from. Up, up in the bakery, that is my primary yeah. way of uh, smoking. Long, it is nice. Long and dabrig at home, but Dynavap at work. Yeah. By the way, I've decoded their font. It's the Vanji. <laughs> actually, also, you don't smoke out of place like that. You know, it's actually. It's so it's true. A, it, it, it's not a, it's a vape. Like, it's not a dark smoke and you don't like a bunch of people around or I should look into it more this, when my mother-in-law's hanging vape a little more this place is so smoked out right now and then I have guests and I am so embarrassed <laughs> <laughs> alright in the news Scotty's got his medical marijuana tax deductible IRS weighs in what'd they say what'd they say what'd they weigh in what do you think they said what do you just take a guess what they, they said. said we're thinking about it maybe they said no <laughs> but it's an interesting story
Um, so this is, as we all know it, marijuana industry has grown substantially in recent years with sales expected to hit 25 billion by 2025. Yeah. Revenue, revenue growth has been driven by more and more states legalizing the plant like Illinois cannabis sales pulled in nearly 1.4 billion in 2021, exceeding liquor sales by nearly a hundred million over the same period. That's, I like to hear that. How much do you think as we grow? How much do you think that'll translate over the years into people that are like, I'm tired of spending all the money on cannabis. I'm going to grow it myself. We think a lot. Um, depends on how much it's going to cost. Probably, I think the price is going to keep coming down. It'd be like if um, cherry tomatoes were 200 bucks a pound. That's like you know a per- I mean? perfect analogy. Like, why don't I brew my own beer? I mean, I drink enough beer. Uh, I don't have enough time in the day, man, as far as whatever else is going on. Maybe a hobby. And I, it might, maybe that's a little bit more expensive to get into. Actually, I haven't cost comparative, like depending on how you do it, brewing beer, time put in, money put in, probably actually not that much more expensive, if not cheaper, depending on how you do it. If hot peppers were 50 bucks or 75 bucks a pound, would you maybe grow them yourself and take it kind of more serious? Uh, of course. Yeah, most definitely on the hot pepper front, just with my, I love hot stuff. I just absolutely love the heat. Right. Um, but again, moving on the article, however, the plan is still illegal under federal law, something that might change, see, might, when Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and his colleagues filed the long-awaited bill this April that's going to be probably 10,000 pages long with all this other weird shit, and it's buried in the middle, and who knows? It'll be turned in the day before they vote. But, I mean, yeah, tying into your 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 other story here, um, skipping, skipping the one with the microbes, rash on robberies, because this ties right in, right? Yeah, you're Having, right. Rash on robberies has Washington State's cash-only cannabis industry on edge. And that's these people are forced to carry around too much cash. It's freaking cash-only business. I mean, this industry is mature, or it's maturing. What is it, 10 years old over here? 2012? Did I get that right? Yeah. Uh, And I mean, so it's 10 years, and they're still running around with cash? There's businesses that go around with armored cars picking up cash because they can't uh, get into the banking system. Damn, they had more than 30 robberies it's crazy. in one month span. I'm looking at a screenshot like of a dude hopping the counter right. over at uh, freaking Uncle Ike's marijuana store. Uh, pistol whipped employees, which means they took the pistol and pimp slapped their ass, right? That's the definition, Urban Dictionary, a pistol whipped. It is. I think a Homer Simpson, he's just like, mmm, pistol whip. Thinks it's cool whip. <laughs> a ceiling shot full of bullet holes, safes and registers cleaned out at gunpoint. Now, of course, if anybody's coming into anywhere at gunpoint, um, I, I mean, God, it depends on some people. I suggest, you know, they have a gun. This is money. It's replaceable. Yeah. But, man, there's we- people that stand their ground. And I also learned the other philosophy to that. Like my friend's dad that worked at a quickie mart in the bad part of St. Louis his whole life. He's like, if you back down, they keep coming. So like when he got, he got shot in the face one time and he's like, the first, and he always, his dentures saved his life. I swear to God, the dentures stopped the bullet. You want to know um, the only thing that stops a bad guy with a gun? And it's not the cop showing up five minutes after. Yeah, obviously gone. it's dentures. Uh, no, it's a good guy with a gun. Stops a bad guy with a gun. Because in most cases, are, man, the cops are going to be late and not get there. Your life so, isn't worth it, but some people are under the like, man, I have worked so hard for him. I ain't backing down to jack shit. And regardless, though, um, this is a perfect example. I mean, this money should be taken out and, and people should be able to use credit cards. All that money wouldn't yes. be there. There'd be a yes. ton of credit card sales going down and, and figuring this out. I'm still so surprised this government with the 25 billion predicted revenue by 2025 hasn't like been way more on board. Like, you know what I mean? Well, they're getting their taxes from it. They're taking the shit out of it. They're getting 30% of it. They're just getting 30% cash. Please send your cash. <laughs> um, hopefully that gets taken care of soon because, yeah, there's, there's been law, lives lost just strictly to security guards that have been shot outside of dispensaries and shit like that, man. So It's crazy, right. man. Scotty's got the uh, tech story here. If farmers spray these microbes on crops, they don't need synthetic fertilizer. This is interesting. This is from Fast Company over here. And it just talks about how there's really big money going into microbial fertilizers. And I mean, it is, there's like some cruel things, like just some, not cruel, but these riddles are supposed to solve, like we're being bathed in energy all the time, but we need energy. 
You know, we're like mining oil for energy and coal when the sunlight is just this infinite amount of energy the whole time, but we just don't know how to harness it, you know? So the and nitrogen for fertilizer, dude, nitrogen is what, 70 something percent of our atmosphere? We're bathed in nitrogen, but it's locked up in this bond that we can't use it, you know? So the things that can unlock it is the specific bacteria, these nitrogen fixing bacteria. And they're just really learning how to work with them, man. And they're getting more and more effective at pulling nitrogen out of the air and bringing it into the root zone. It's freaking cool, man. Yeah, it's these uh, back, uh, ordinary, the bacteria that Kula Bio uses would only live for hours, but Kula uses a process developed by Harvard energy professor Daniel Norcia to make them live for more than two weeks so they can capture more nitrogen for crops. The company starts by growing microbes in a bioreactor, so as many as possible are in a liter of its fertilizer, feeding them a nutritional mix. Interesting. It says then they cut off the food source because they're under stress and they sense that they'll have any more food, they start to store and hoard energy. So they grab carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen and start to produce this energy storing material in their cell structure. Dude, yeah, that's Hardcore, right? I'm so glad there's just people that actually took chemistry or the wood shop. Um, yes, farmers spray the mix onto crops in the same way they use synthetic fertilizer. The typical process causes fertilizer to run off fields because farmers spray large amounts at once and the plants can't use all of it. The rain falls at the wrong time. Fertilizer ends up washing into nearby streams and rivers. But the microbes produce nitrogen on demand. That's awesome. As they sense a deficit of nitrogen in the soil around them, the mechanism to fix nitrogen will kick in. This always reminds me, as we know as little about some of these microbes and rhizosphere and what's in the soil and under the soil, as little as we know about like the vast universe, man. Like there's so much to still explore. It's that's awesome. Paul Stamets was talking about that and that fantastic fungi, how like you can walk outside and pick up, uh, you know, whatever, right outside your door. There's thousands of species of fungi that just haven't been discovered yet. Yeah, no, I dig finding all the uses for them, such as a cool use like that. Uh, excellent man excellent i see it is time for some memes today did you find i, I, I know you found some good ones here because we've got one-eyed cat cannabis noob grows kicking what's always up what'd good. you get always good <laughs> a little jay and silent bob action the dude and real quick scott uh, and it says how recharge was efficient uh, was originally sold thank you one-eyed cat cannabis it says uh, 15 bucks, little man. Put that recharge in your hands. And <laughs> yeah, I'm Silent Bob and you're Jay, man. Nice. I like it. Hell yeah. <laughs> Classic. Uh, next what else, here man? From- what else? Oh, these are really good. Hey, Noob Grows. Noob Grows is back, man. Druids Grow Crew. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Guru's baking bad, right? Saying it's science, bitches. <laughs> and then we are Harry Potter, I imagine. The dude is Hermione. High C is Dumbledore. And it looks like you are Harry Potter. <sighs> That's a, oh, wow, man. The titular role, man. Isn't Thank Hermione you. a chick? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got one more here from uh, Let's Go Brandon called Scotty's Interruptions. Yes when scotty interrupts off topic and that's not you there but i've definitely seen some screenshots man uh, oh yes I myself yeah i blame the weed man all right it's the weed yes we'll have to get a couple memes of uh some of my i, I don't catch all the faces i make but you know sometimes they come and go <laughs> all right guys if you laugh today had a good time dudegrows.com forward slash support Check it out. Become a DGC producer because we're about to give some thanks to these DGC producers, Scotty. Yeah. Started off with cannabis connoisseur and diatomaceous man. Sounds like a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> does sound like one. How about Bella DGC? All right. And Critter Gitter. Okay. I'll do Dylan, Dylan Steinfort 3. Or is that like a backwards you gotta letter? You got to say the dash. There's a dash too in there, man. Okay, okay. Stein Ford three dash <laughs> and fresh baked. How's it growing? Hey, Smile Wiper, what's up, man? I randomly sat next to Smile Wiper on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. 
Oh, you're sorry, man. To I'm getting yeah, distracted. Two at a time, buddy. Burnt J's, sir. Burnt J's. <laughs> thank you, Burnt J's. I got DGC producer Lefty Spawn and Dank Denny. Thank you. Thank you very much. Sorry, just, I was just thinking about how, like, sitting next to me on an airplane for, like, an hour and a half jump, probably good. Six-hour ride, probably. Maybe not so good. <laughs> Oh man, thank Danny at Chronic Living. Thank you so much, y'all. All right, I'll give it the wrap with Sin Dog, the Sailor, Blue Grooves, Smooth Moves. You don't know. Apparently, a little BMX. I didn't know. As well as Billy Hollis. How's it going, everybody? Thank you all, DDC producers, for making this show happen, guys. Uh, much respect and stay higher, my friends. Till next time. Hey, take a reason, dude. Some people love to play. Up the deck, yeah, we get high.